0: The Podcast. My name is Christopher Brown. We have already spoken about the work of Antonio Margheriti um, when we uh, discussed Cannibal Apocalypse, the uh, John Saxon film about um, Vietnam vets that returned to the US and uh, cause some eruptions. The year before that film, he made another film that touched on the Vietnam War Indeed, this was the first Euro War film that was um, influenced and set during the Vietnam War. Macaroni combat or spaghetti combat war films are uh, Italian genre films that were kind of popular, really, in the mid-60s rather than uh, at this point in the 1980. But Margarita, um influenced by the success of the deer hunter and probably more accurately apocalypse now creates a action film um, with lots of set pieces and um, quite a lot of uh, stuff going on and some impressive work really. I think when we looked back on uh, cannibal apocalypse all those years ago, I might've been a little bit down on uh Margarita, kind of, kind of saying, you know, well you need to make your minds up whether he's being kind of serious about, you know, his topics here or if he's kind of just making an exploitation film. The Last Hunter uh, doesn't in any meaningful way um, try and pretend it's anything other than an exploitation film and that sometimes can be to its benefit. It's unapologetic, shall we say, and as such, uh, quite a thrill ride in truth. So the story follows a... um, a captain, Captain Harry Morris, played by uh, David Warbeck, who um accepts a final deadly mission to go behind enemy lines, to destroy a radio tower that's broadcasting anti-war propaganda by it's being spoken by an American woman to the American troops and kind of point um getting, you know, um telling them to, you know, turn back and not be part of the war. Captain Morris is uh, joined by um, a George, Wa- a Sergeant George Washington and also a uh, photographer uh, played by uh, Tisa Farrow, who we have uh, discussed about before. In uh, that's, Mir- that's Miriam Farrow's sister, who we spoke about before in uh, Anthropocopos the Beast. This is this period of time before she uh, moved away from uh, film and acting uh, when she was uh, working Predominantly in the Italian uh, B-movie exploitation industry Now you listen, I've got a top priority mission so you get this fucking thing down. I don't give a shit about top priority Change your mind? No. Who's she? I'm a foreign correspondent. My name is Jane Foster. Watch where you put your feet, now, honey. There's VCs under every rock. Abento! So, Gee! G! Where are you? Where are you, shooting guard? Oh! 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 Never get the hell out of here! Never, ever! We will, we will, we have to. What is your bloody mission? Get off! Your mission, (laughs) fuck you! You hate the VCs. Don't have time to hate them. I kill them. I don't want to argue about it anymore. I don't want to think about it anymore. Or understand it anymore them to think I don't want to live anymore. Even Charlie knows you have a mission behind their lines. So what the fuck is it they've set you up to get yourself killed for? How long have you been here? Huh? It doesn't yeah, matter anymore. Why'd you get shoot up like that? Them? Huh? Them? They come in here by the hundreds. Jesus Christ! Get out of here! It's very difficult especially when I watch Steve blow his brains out because you went and ditched him for your cause. But I'm here because they gave me an order and because I obey when I get issued orders. You're a lying son of a bitch. Come on, you must have known it would come to that. If you feel on trial, I can't help you. thing about Margaretti for me is um he's a he's a funny old fish not because um he's a, not you know a good director because he you know he's obviously very capable i mean you think about a guy like mario Barber, for example and he's renowned for being so imaginative as a filmmaker and kind of really making an influence and an impact on the films he makes only last week i was watching him um, five dolls for an august moon and of course that's uh, very stylish film and notoriously um barva wasn't able to uh, find a Uh, apartment, uh, a a house, which um, fulfilled what he wanted it to look like. So he he did it all in matte paintings himself. And it it looks just stunning when you watch it on the film. It's a really bright and vibrant movie, despite, you know, Barber being, you know, not probably one of Barber's best, but still very good. And this is exactly the kind of thing we're talking about. You know, the, the craftsmanship of Barber always shines through. The Last Hunt is actually a really good introduction to Margaretti's work. Um, and he's a guy who doesn't, and, you know, I say he's funny because he doesn't really get the respect he probably deserves, um, even from a, um, you know, the exploitation crowd. Margaretti's expertise sits a lot, really, in films that need model work. And um, he, is an, um, he uses the camera intelligently to um, kind of give tone and, um, you know, Good at making films feel claustrophobic. So, you know, um, and that's probably highlighted the most. It's incredible opening 10 minutes where um, the suicide happened. It's all done through very, you know, clever and cheap effects, but quite shocking effects. A man um, shoots himself in the head and it's done effectively with a torch uh, that's hidden in the gun. Then there's some explosions and some model, using model work, which all looks great. And uh, the camera kind of fuzzes and fizzles and shifts around people as tensions increase and people become more intensely frightened and concerned about the situation. It, it mirrors the idea of a, a kind of a druggy uh, uh, world, but also um, uh, one that's spiraling out of control, uh, a reflection. Maybe of uh, the Vietnam War. However, you can flip that as well. Uh, Margaretti here is uh, also making a movie which uh, features some pretty on-the-nose imagery. In truth, let us take, for example, um, a scene where a, a radio is shot. And it, you know, it burns, expir- you know, and it, there's an explode and the boat burns and it, it, it kind of uh, reflects, you know, the propaganda and the violence. It it can at points be very heavy handed. And he didn't write the screenplay. That was down to uh, Dardano Shiretti, who worked on uh, Dario Gento's Cat and Nine Tales. And Mario Barber's A Bay of Blood, again, another um, of our uh, video nasties. And with Full Sheet again, with uh, Zombie 2, Zombie Flash Eaters, City of the Living Dead, The Beyond, House Cemetery, New York Ripper. Um, so, you know, one of these guys, particularly those have been listed, a number of the nasties, which we've already covered. He also went on to work with uh, Lombardo Lombarto uh, Barva as well, um on uh, Demons 2 and uh, and had in the past worked with uh Margaretti well will in the future on the basis of this film work with Margaretti on uh, Cannibal Apocalypse. Chicetti also um gives the um characters a um or well, gives the story, I should say, a rather well. Um, it's, it's the plot twist is mind-boggling. It it makes no sense. It's um, uh, you know, um, it desperate. To, it's desperate to kind of touch on these ideas that the war has changed these people, and uh, that's where this uh, this narrative structure sits, and not much else, really, in truth. The film is clearly, clearly influenced and indeed was sold as, effectively, The Deer Hunter 2 in Italy by The Deer Hunter, unlike um, Michael Cimino's uh, seminal um, Vietnam War film. It's clear that Margaretti didn't want to make a film that was heavily laden in politics, although, as we said, it does touch on it on occasion. This is a film that wants to make an action movie. And we can see this in numerous ways, but it's clearly, in actual fact, probably um, better influenced by Apocalypse Now. Um, and we can see that, and indeed, uh, mainly, you know, not just in terms of the, the structure, which is, is clearly there with a number of uh, set pieces as they travel. Uh, through um, through the jungle, but also the fact that it's set in the Philippines and obviously quite clearly uses a number of the same locations. When we see a uh, you know a, a view of from a camera behind a gun that's strafing a uh, jungle land, it's not that surprising to jump to the conclusion that you know they, he's been thinking about apocalypse. Now, it was clear that the film. Um, has a hard shoot. It, indeed, in the same way that Puck has now had, there was heat, wildlife accidents on set. Indeed, the cinematographer Ricardo Polatini uh, died in a, a crash during the production of a later one of Margaretti's uh, Vietnam War film, Tiger Joe. So it gives you an idea of the the kind of stresses that they, they were under, um, using effectively military equipment, um, flying around a jungle in what could be very variable uh conditions and uh, really taken quite a lot of chances and uh, some of those chances did not always come off at the heart of the film is um, this performance uh by david warbeck um warbeck really is from new zealand and indeed he's uh dubbed in this film he um He's a New Zealand brawler. As a, as a, it's a classic Italian uh, film of the time. Everybody is dubbed, but uh, but Warbeck is, 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 is dubbed by a completely different actor. It's not all just done in post. And he's appeared in a variety of films that you may well have seen. Again, we're talking about The Beyond from Fulci from this period of time when he's working in Italy, but also uh, The Black Cat, which is another Fulci film. The um, Black Cat being the... Um, we were heavily influenced um by um Edgar Allan Poe. Indeed, the, the there's a lot of build up and like some suggestion of supernatural beings, but the end of the film is is the end of of, of, uh, full sheet, uh, of uh, Poe's Black Cat. Um, um but Warbeck's also appeared in things like Sergio Leone's Fist of Dynamite, uh, Twins of Evil. If you get a chance to get to see that, give that a go. That's a classic. And he works with my um Margaretti in uh, a number of films, including uh, Hunt of the Golden Cobra* and *The Ark of the Sun God*. He never really kind of kicked into bigger things, but um, was certainly successful in terms of um, appearing in a variety of um, you know, low-budget stuff and uh, a bit of quite a bit of telly as well, in truth around the world and in Europe. The film also has a, um, a Franco Michelezzi, uh, soundtrack. Michelezzi worked on all sorts of stuff. Um, he was in a uh, Clinton Tarantino death proof soundtrack. Um, but my God, I mean, there's stuff like uh, beyond the door, which I think is getting an arrow release soon. So I think a lot of people will be talking about that again. Uh, the cynic, the rat and the fist, uh, Uh, Italian uh, police, uh, uh, quite extreme police drama. Um, And the surreal uh, sci fi uh, film, The Visitor, as well, which again I think is is quite. Quite, uh, quite considered to be quite a cult classic now because of a, a, a this Arrow release that it's had, which is a very nice Arrow release as well. Um, I have to say though, you're probably not going to be jumping up and down calling the, the the soundtracks of this one one of this one a classic. It's um, it's it's oddly um, disco-y in truth. It, it it reflects perhaps what filmmakers have been trying to do with the film, which is to kind of give it a more upbeat, exciting kind of feel. This is far more in um, the Rambo Part 2 uh, world rather than the first blood world, shall we say. So despite all this kind of excitement um, and these kind of, um, you know, um, uh, there's, there's there's a lot of model work, there's some stuff with involving people getting eaten by rats, there's corpses. It's it's quite violent, it's quite bloody. There's a scene where a guy's eye gets blown out. Um... Uh, there's a lot of blood. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's helicopters and explosions and oh, there's all this stuff going on. Um, and there's a really odd bit. So in obviously in Apocalypse Now, you get the um, the Charlie Don't Surf stuff, where um, you know the 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 the, the Colonel, um, the commander of, of that that regiment, who um, is far more interested in surfing than he is. Um, Kind of liberating people, and he you know has this halo over him where people are clearly in danger, and he just kind of storms through it. There's a character similar to that in this film, but the difference being that um, he um, just seems horrible. And it's like this really—he kind of sends out a guy for a coat to get a co- coconuts, which could kill him. Um, and there's bits where um, you know the, the the they become under attack, and there's like gunfire. There's just. Fuck it, there's tons of stuff going on all the way through it it, it, it shit that I means the fucking thing shifts i'll give it that and um and it has a, a generally high level of, of silliness which uh, i'm sure if you're down for that kind of thing you would enjoy It's certainly um it's the kind of film i would say that you know um almost certainly will have uh, enticed and excited the uh, the home-buying, the video-buying the home uh, video crowd at the time, because it does exactly what you hope it would do. You know, it just provides tons of stuff. Perfect for, you know, when you're trying to smash through your four-pack of uh, of beers as quickly as possible, watching it, uh, and just want to watch some dumb shit on a Friday night with your takeaway, you know. The thing is, and it's <clears throat> fair to say, putting aside the fact that um, people are dubbed, and I think Tisa Sparrow is actually dubbed by a different actress as well, which is a bizarre choice, but there you go. Um, it does feel well made for what is a very low budget, clearly low budget, cash-in Italian film again. So it's, it's, it's trying to... It's ripping people off, it's ripping other films off. It's heavily influenced by shall we say. Um, but it's, it's hard, it's still... Well-made, exciting, fantastic miniature effects, fantastic special effects. Um, you know, it 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 really shifts, and um, you know, despite its general you know silliness of that, that 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 twist at the end, it's still a you know a, a very um, exciting movie, you know. Um, and as I said, because of the gore and all that kind of stuff and the actions, the kind of thing that uh, sits well with horror people, I would say. It's um, despite the fact it's clean. You know, it's not a horror film. Um, okay, so the film was originally uh, passed uncut in 1981 for a cinema release um, and were, was released again by Interlight VHS in 1981 was seized as we've spoken about in terms of these the section 3 seizures um but then was re-released in 1988 on VHS um uh, and it was edited to remove some elements of the attempt an uh, attempted rape scene um again yeah there's an attempted rape scene in it didn't mention that quite offensive as these things are but uh, nothing comes of it um and then um and that's kind of it so far for the UK. Um oh no there was a um a re-release um I think by Vipco uncut um in the in the uh, in the early 90s as well. But um you know there's there's nothing big recently for for here certainly. But uh in the US it's available um and, and as, as a Region One DVD, and there's a Blu-ray now as well from Code Red that came out a couple of years ago. Uh, apparently, that that all versions now have seen slightly trimmed down because a um, looks like print damage. Um, to be honest with you, these things happen. Um, but you know, it's it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not like um you know the gore's missing or anything. And uh, again, it's you know the, as I said, say. There's not a lot you can say to do about that kind of stuff, but so there is. Um, so, that, as I said, there are uh, versions available to watch if you wish to watch this, but you are going to have to get it from the states, and it will involve getting a multi-region DVD player or multi-region Blu-ray. So sorry to tell you about that, or find it somewhere online, I suppose, which is always an option. But yeah, so I mean, definitely though, I would recommend this. It's um, it's 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 it's. it's Way more entertaining, quite offensive as you could probably guess, but way more entertaining than you'd expect. Um, something like this to be, and um, probably because you know the reality is it doesn't want to do any moralizing, and it doesn't want to be too druggy or crazy, or and just wants to throw loads of exciting things at you for ninety minutes and entertain you as much as it can, and it does that relatively well. I don't like it. Giúp con tơ. Con tơ bẩn, con Her son is sick. She wants us to have a look at him. Keep your eyes open and stop that damn clicking. Ma'am, don't trust anybody. Not here. Stay there, goddammit. Don't come no closer. Hey, go Hey, what the hell? Anyway, if you want to get hold of me, please do. My email address is Videonastiespodcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter at at orange underscore monkey or either of the websites Videonastyspodcast.com or the Last Horror Podcast. Hope you're all um hope you're all holding up okay and uh feeling well and healthy and happy and haven't been too well i fucking everyone's been being impacted on it by this shit and aren't they so um all you all you can say is hope you hope you're well on yourselves um and uh, so and um managing the storm as much as you can you know keep healthy next week if you're watching along and we're going to deal with the uh U.S. supernatural horror film, *The Nesting*, also known as *Masker Mansion*. Um, they're the two big names for. It. I think it was known as therapy as well. But if you're looking for it, I'm pretty sure you'll probably find it under *The Nesting* or *Masker Mansion*. So, I mean, you know, another um, early '80s bit of silliness. I think it's fair to say it's not 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 too uh, not too dramatic. So, until then, take care, and um, I will speak to you soon. Goodbye. I have never seen a video, Nasty. I wouldn't. I have far (laughs) too much. How (laughs) how can you judge on a video, Nasty? you have never seen one. I actually don't need to see, visually, what I know is in that film. Take orders, Captain, sir.